the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman, and joining me on this show, I have Rick Travis, the Executive Director of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Extremely busy man, and he's got some good news with us and some for us and some things to beware of, of course, because living here in the People's Republic of Occupied California, coming to you from behind enemy lines, we always have to keep our heads up on a, on a swivel. But before we get to all that stuff, I want to talk about something that's coming up here at Rahagi's. Uh, matter of fact, Rick, we last saw each other physically at the crawfish boil at Rahagi's a few weeks ago, right? Uh, Cinco, yeah, we saw that. We, we did that. And then coming up now... Um, the Rahaga family has started the Microhaga Memorial Foundation. Correct. And one of the things that they're going to do is they're sponsoring a lot of youth projects. So we're going to reach out to them and, and just lift them up for what they're doing here. They're going to do a youth day. Youth day is going to be June 1st. Check in at 7.30 a.m. at Microhaga Shooting Center down there in the Corona Norco section. They're going to teach kids how to do sporting clays, fishing, archery, all kinds of Great stuff with qualified instruction. So it'll include shotgun rental, their earplug safety glasses, 25 clay targets, 25 rounds of ammo, archery, fishing equipment, hot dog lunch, and a raffle ticket. So you can't go wrong with that. The first 100 youths to sign up uh, to win uh, win free spots. So, you know, you got some great opportunities here. Go to rahagis.com, R-A-A-H-A-U-G-E-S. It is cash only. It's like a $6 lunch or something like that. But um, check them out. Go to rahagis.com, sign up, get your kids involved. Uh, ages 12 to 18 are kind of what they're looking for on this. So, you know, big enough to hold a shotgun. Um Unlike Joe Biden just says buy a shotgun, but you know, we want, we want kids that are, that are interested in this and get them out there and get their feet wet in the duck pond and uh, enjoy life. So that's June 1st, rahagis.com, R-A-A-H-A-U-G-E-S.com. Look for the Mike Memorial, Mike Rahaga Memorial. And this is Youth Day 2019. So hats off to Pat and Cindy and Elaine. They're doing a, a yeoman's work over there, just really creating a, a beautiful, site um it's so much has changed <laughs> since the early days out there <laughs> so so you know i anyway i was there when those trees were saplings right um or there weren't any just ground squirrels but it's a beautiful place a lot of fun great people great safe event to bring your kids to so check that out youth day june 1st at uh, rahagis.com 
Hey, uh, Rick, is there anything uh, fun like that you'd like to announce? Uh, later on in the show, I'll announce some stuff that we're, we're coming up with. But, no, we plan to be there at the uh, the youth day there on the 1st. And we're throughout the state. We're in places here in Northern California this weekend, meeting with a bunch of people up on the North Coast. We've got um, events going on in the Central Coast and the Valley so uh, we're averaging every week being at about 12 to 15 different parts of this great state. So you're all throughout the state. You've got uh, 15 things, 12 to 15 things a week. And actually, yep. in the training stuff that you guys do, if somebody wants to put on an event, they need to get a hold of you. Because I did a tour of your facility, and you have a bunch of stuff that you loan out. Or Yeah, we have, we have things that we loan out to people. Our goal is never to turn anybody away from an opportunity to learn how to use a firearm safely, and to enjoy and engage their Second Amendment rights throughout the state. And so we're constantly working either directly by putting on, you know, different types of train events and, uh, you know, youth hunts and, and things of that nature, or we're also involved in supporting that because, quite frankly, we don't have enough people to do everything. So a lot of times we come in and we support and we bring materials in, and I've got staff moving up and down the state this week, um, everything from portable BB gun ranges to uh, you know now picking up some of the stuff from the, the late season youth turkey hunts that we've done. So tell them about the portable BB gun ranges and how somebody can have those at one of their events. Yeah, if they call the office and uh, preferably not, you know, 48 hours before they want it, they give us a week <laughs> or two. The morning of, right? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we actually get those calls. Uh, what we will do is we'll, we'll work to either work with them or we'll actually transport ourselves up to an area. Um, we have four of these ranges. Each of the ranges allows two different people to go into a protective area. It looks like a bounce house, only elongated. It's a protective covering, so none of the BBs can get out. None of the BBs can hurt the participants. But we're able to put targets down, teach basic skills. Um, we've done everything from, you know, faith-based properties to community fairs. We've even had a couple of schools, yes, I said that, that had BB gun ranges at them. Um, we've done it at gun shows. We've done all sorts of different, like, club events, uh, women's events to bring it out. And uh, we have the different Daisy BB guns, sized from little tiny tykes all the way up to, um, you know, I think our oldest so far we've kept track was 97 that used one over at the uh, Compton Gun Club. So, it's, it's been a blast. Uh, it's usually standing room only for those things, and so they're really great. Yeah, and, and I've seen them, and, and they look nice, they're safe, and it's a great way. And then do you have instructors that go with them? We do. If we're standing up, a lot of times, you know, there's a club that has, you know, NRA-improved uh, instructors and RSOs, and so we'll do a safety briefing, teach them how to use it. And they'll go out. So, like, I know one of ours is leaving tomorrow to go up to Temple City for their fish fry. And so it'll be out at Temple City um, on Saturday during the fish fry, and it'll be great. Very good. Okay, so, um, again, folks, here we are. We're in, we're in, we're behind enemy lines in the People's yeah. Republic of Occupied California. But we've got great people doing great things, you know, supporting the Second Amendment, teaching safe, responsible gun ownership and gun handling skills. That's what the young people need. They don't need to be told that all guns are bad and evil or, you know, they don't need the moms against guns routine. Uh, what they need to be taught is respect 
and an understanding and that these are their rights, just as you have a right to free speech, at least in some campuses out here in, in the People's Republic of California. But as you should have your right to free speech, as you should have your right for uh, not having your your uh, goods seized. Uh, anyway, you also have the right to yep. defend yourself with firearms and that's specifically enumerated in the second amendment of the constitution that's why we're always talking about the 2a second amendment that's kind of where it comes from so getting kids on the right side early on is important and i you know this is an awesome opportunity if you have a event coming up think about it where you know if your church is going to have a youth day or something like that could be a fun thing to have how much does it cost rick Oh, well, there, there's the Whopper. I mean, we do, you know, have a different pricing schedule for people. Like if it's a mom-daughter event or a father-son event, it's free. That's pretty much our pricing schedule. <laughs> and if it's not, it's free too. Right. <laughs> yeah. So and if you didn't understand, it's free. You know, and one of, the, one of the things that we're trying to do is get people, especially in, in our movement, to not be so depressed, but to get out there and realize we are fighting back everywhere. We are pushing out programs and supporting programs throughout the state. And I think all of us need to look at, you know, despite the onerous government that we're working against right now here in the state, Boo, we have done an amazing yes. job. <laughs> Even looks like a vampire. You, know, you ever notice that? Gruesome, yeah, gruesome. I have uh, a lot to say about that individual all the time. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Any, any was it was it any twosome newsome? I think somebody said one time. But anyway, I didn't. I wouldn't repeat that on the air. Um, yeah. We are we are fighting an uphill battle here every day, folks. We are fighting against Bloomberg's money. We're fighting against Soros's money. We're fighting against people like Kamala Harris. We're fighting against people like a Savior Becerra. All these people you folks elected or allowed to get elected, right? We are fighting against them every single day, and it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of money and. So you need to reach out to those who are involved in this fight and lift them up. And one of the ways you can do that is joining the California Rifle and Pistol Association. It's an excellent group. I've been a member here for several years now. Um, I, I love the fact that they're fighting back. I love the fact and we're going to get into what they're doing at the Supreme Court right now on your behalf, right? For like, what? how much is it an annual membership? $35. What I tell people 30. all the time is if you don't have the ability to sacrifice a cup of designer coffee wherever you go or a six-pack of beer you know, a couple times during your year to fight for your rights, then you have issues because yeah. we're not asking for an arm and a leg. We're asking for 35 bucks to represent you, which is just about a dime a day. Well, not only that, but his, right. if anybody's ever priced out a lawyer, uh, 35 bucks to have this yeah. representation is the screaming deal of the century. So we need people to fight for us. We need people to go to the courts. 35 bucks, guys. Come on. That's chump change. I'm sorry, but it's chump change. You need to sacrifice what you have to do. Be a member. Heck, sign up for five or ten years or lifetime. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. will be right back here with Rick Travis, Executive Director of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. CRPA.org is their website, and we'll be right back. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks. According to the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, the right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Memorial Day is May 27th, and we honor all those men and women who have given the ultimate sacrifice to preserve that right, along with all the others we've been given as Americans. Our faithful sponsor, Bullseye Sports, proudly salutes all who have served and laid down their lives for our freedom. God bless their families. God bless America. Exercise your rights and freedoms as Americans. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, then Bullseye Sport in Riverside is where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. Bullseye Sport of Riverside is on Facebook, Instagram, and at BullseyeSport.com. That's Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo on Brockton between Arlington and Central and Riverside. 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport, where the Inland Empire gets their guns and ammo. 951-823-0211. Hey folks, um, a lot's been said here. We've got a lot of mess going on and I, I respect the California Rifle Pistol Association and I respect a lot of people at the NRA, but the NRA has got itself in a, in a mess right now and I'm not sure what the ultimate is or, or exactly all the facts on it, but I did want to pass on something that uh, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West had posted. So I'm going to read that for you folks here real quick. This is his words. He is a, a board member, has been a board member for the on the NRA for quite some time. So here we go. These are the words of Lieutenant Colonel Allen West. It has become very apparent that I need to speak out about what is happening at the National Rifle Association. I am on my second term as a board member and am deeply concerned about the actions and statements being made. 
The recent statements by Charles Cotton and Carolyn Meadows are that, that are appearing in the Wall Street Journal and now other news outlets are outright lies. I have never been told, advised, informed, or consulted about any of these details mentioned in the Wall Street Journal, and who knows how much more despicable spending of members' money. These statements have maliciously, recklessly, and purposely put me and, uh, and uninformed board members in legal jeopardy. Prior to the NRAAAM in Indianapolis, I sent an email to Wayne LaPierre's managing director, Millie Hallow, expressing my sentiment that Wayne LaPierre resign immediately. I also drafted a memo entitled Resolution of Concerns. Both of these statements are known to the NRA board. It is imperative that the NRA clean its own house. If we had done so in Indianapolis, much of this could have been rectified. I do not support Wayne LaPierre continuing as the EVP, CEO of the NRA. The vote in Indianapolis was by acclamation, not a roll call vote. There is a cabal of cronyism operating within the NRA that exists within the board of directors. It must cease. And I do not care if I draw their angst. My duty and responsibility to the members of the NRA, my oath since July 31st, 1982, has been to the Constitution of the United States, not to any political party, person, or cabal. The NRA board of 76 is too large and needs to be reduced to 30 or less. We need term limits of four terms on the board. We need to focus the NRA, the nation's oldest civil rights organization, on its original charter, mission, training and education in marksmanship, shooting sports, and the defense of the Second Amendment. I will de dedicate all my efforts to the reformation of the National Rifle Association and its members, of whom I am proud to serve. It sickens me to publicly make this statement, but I will not allow anyone to damage my honor, integrity, character, and reputation. Needless to say, there are those who have willingly done so to their own. Steadfast and loyal Lieutenant Colonel Allen B. West, Army retired, uh, member 112th U.S. Congress, yada, yada. That's what he's had to say on that. Now, facts are still coming in. Um, and, and I just want what's best for the NRA. I want to have a strong Second Amendment association that I can be proud of on the national level. And uh, hopefully they get this thing squared away, um, get the skunks out of the wood pile, and we'll all move on together from there. In the meantime, folks, throw your support. Since you're here, throw your support to the California Rifle and Pistol Association, all right? Don't make whatever's happening on this national level just turn you off completely. Refocus your efforts. Reach out. Join the CRPA. Send them some money. Rick, do you have guys have all the money you need? Uh, no, we, we <laughs> do not. Sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, y'all choked up about that, huh? Yeah, no. Looking at us, we definitely don't have enough. Well, you, you caught me while I was drinking coffee, but uh, we don't have enough money to, to fight, and that's part of why I want to talk to you guys about in this conversation today what you know, the governor's doing to us. And, uh, you know, we put all our money towards not people's payrolls or personal stuff, but we put it towards the fight both legislatively, litigatively, regulatorily. And then also we put it towards trying to, to shore up and support programs from junior OTCs that come under fire by local municipalities to support clubs, to help keep ranges open, to help develop new ranges. It is a constant battle. And, when you look at, you know, most states have, you know, 10 to 12 people at least working out of an organization like us, and those are states the size of New Jersey, and you look at us, and we have 20 people that cover the entire state of California. 
Well, there's only New Jersey fits in like Orange County. So, you know, (laughs) yeah, exactly right. So it's important, folks. You got to put your money with the people who are doing the work. And uh, let's talk about that right now. There's a few things up there in the Supreme Court that you guys are involved with. Yeah. So this is good news. It's always fun to give good news. So both times we've been waiting this. Huh? (laughs) Both times. Yeah. Yeah, really. (laughs) Hey, there's always hope. But uh, one of the things that we're really excited about is the Supreme Court has taken a case um, in New York, which deals with the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus the city of New York. And that was over New York's restrictive handgun licensing scheme, which prohibited any resident in that city from traveling outside the city limits while in possession of a licensed handgun as a violation of the Second Amendment and their other constitutional rights. And wait, a lot wait, of people let, in California let me, like... Let me, let me back this up. Mm-hmm. So they said you could have a registered handgun, but you can't leave us right. without with it. Correct. So therefore, the guns could only stay in New York City. Right. And, and to give people an idea, that's like looking at Los Angeles. You know, um, I grew up as a young kid in Gardena, and I remember at the corner of 182nd and Western, depending on which corner I stood on, I was either in Gardena, the city of Los Angeles, or the city of Torrance. Right. You know, and New York's no different. And we need people to understand a couple of things of, one, how ludicrous that is all the way around. But we also need an understand of, like, so what is the California Rifle Pistol Association doing involved in a case in New York? And it's because we're allowed to file what is called, I'm sorry, in this process, an amicus brief, which is a friend of the court brief where we're on the same side as the New York Rifle Association. And what we're doing with that is we're making arguments of, you know, what is the problem here? And one of our arguments was, following the watershed decisions that we had from the Supreme Court, like those in Heller and McDonald. And if you remember, you know, Heller was back in 2008, McDonald versus Chicago was in 2010. And both of those were landmark decisions that said, you know, our right was not a collective right, but an individual right, which meant we had the right as individuals to exercise the Second Amendment. And everybody thought after that that legislatures would revisit their existing laws and amend them in deference to the Second Amendment. But that didn't happen. Instead, what jurisdictions have done throughout the country, but especially here in California, has substantially increased those burdens. And they've done so because the lower courts have kind of telegraphed this idea to the legislators that, you know what, we're not going to do anything. There's going to be zero repercussions for infringing on every individual's right to keep and bear arms. And so we made those arguments, and the Supreme Court came back with those were one of the hardest hitting of the 25 briefs that were submitted on this side. And SCOTUS is getting ready to do that and set up a judicial balancing test on the signed Second Amendment cases, which will force the lower courts to have to reverse many of their decisions. And so this is about to be, you know, if everything goes right and the votes go right the way we think they're going to go in this, this is literally our chance to overturn things here in California and restore the Second Amendment. Say it again, just because just I want to hear it. Just this is our part. chance <laughs> to restore the Second Amendment in California. Oh. And and this is why I try to tell people all the time, I mean, you've heard me say it, Phil, when I go out and talk to people, 
these are long fights. This isn't you know a one inning baseball game. This is like an extra innings baseball game that we fight all the time in the state on everything. And people have to realize this has not been cheap. It's not been easy. It's taken about 16 states fighting for this. We're we're coming at this from multiple jurisdictions, not just the Ninth Circuit, but several different circuits, and showing how this is so erroneous. And it's not just this case. I mean, we here at the CRPA have about a dozen cases now sitting in the queue at the Supreme Court All right, on me, various me, things from overturning Prop 63, et cetera. Let me, let me break right here. We're going to run to a commercial. We're Philip Naiman, FiringLineRadio.com. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks! Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show, Mulan Labe Saturday. Philip Naiman here. I've uh, got Rick Travis, Executive Director of the California Rifle and Pistol Association, of which you all should be members, period. Uh, talking about some of the things that they're involved with, you know, they're, they're in front of the Supreme Court on many, many issues. And one of them that they're pushing is overturning Prop 63, otherwise known as Gunmageddon, otherwise known as the opening act of Gavin Newsom's career, uh, what he wants to continue to do. And he's got a lot of cronies. He's got the money of Soros and Tom Steyer and, and Michael Bloomberg. Uh, he's got the senators, Diane Feinstein and Kamala Harris. It just hurts to say that those are our senators. I just, I feel like I need to take a shower now, just saying that. Yuck. Anyway, we've got Prop 63. Did a lot of things to this state. Where, where does that stand on overturning provisions of that there, Rick? Well, I mean, if you look at the Duncan v. Becerra case, it's just one example, which we've all now called Freedom Week, when everybody could go buy all the magazines they ever wanted. That is just one of several cases that we have filed as we've taken apart Prop 63 piece by piece and sued you know, the state through Becerra's office on that. And those cases have moved now up through the Ninth Circuit and are going towards the, the Supreme Court, which is one of the reasons I said in the previous segment I'm so excited about this case because this case at New York, as it goes through and going the direction it should go with the court and the balance it is, that is going to set up the litmus test of how those cases will be judged. And with a positive reaffirmment of Heller and McDonald, that means we're going to win those cases. Those cases are going to become law, not just in California, but the land. 
and is going to force the governor and the people that you or aforementioned into a different fight that they're going to have to decide if they're going to uphold the law and obey it or if they're going to be in contempt of the high court. They will be in contempt. Look at what they've done on everything else. We have the uh, sanctuary state. Well, I realize state. that. Yeah, sanctuary state. The only people that have rights here are illegal aliens who have killed Americans. That seems to be the favored class of this guy. As a matter of fact, Gavin Newsom just um, uh, pardoned seven felons who should have been deported, illegal alien felons. Why in, why in the name of anything, why in the name of frog sauce, would you pardon illegal alien felons? You know, it just, why? What, what compels you to do such a thing? And so that's, that's who they're supporting, right? They're taking our, rate, our rights away as legal citizens, and they are, they are supporting the other people. So I expect they will fight us on, on every front. I know that they will. But the law of the land is an important thing, and we are law-abiding citizens. Matter of fact, Rick, I've been pointing this out to people, and I think we need to make it again. You mentioned Freedom Week. How many magazines were sold at that time period? Over a million. Yeah. I mean, maybe a couple million, right? That happened in five, six days? Seven? Five days. Yeah, five days. So think about this, folks. The Second Amendment crowd, just the fact that those magazines were sold that week tells you this is the law-abidingest crowd in the world. The, we self-regulate ourselves. So somebody who wanted a 30-round magazine could have driven to Nevada or Arizona and bought one and smuggled it in if they really wanted to, but they didn't. They ob- obeyed the law. When it became legal, the pent-up demand for those was filled. Afterwards, they stopped buying them and stopped ordering them. Why? Because we obey the law. So, I mean, I think this points to the fact that the Second Amendment crowd is the best crowd out there. We're not the ones who are burning things down. We're not, you know, we don't do those things. We obey the law. But, I will, but one of the things I will say, too, is that, you know, during that time period, when you talk to Brownells, you talk to a couple of other big suppliers across the country, they will tell you they sold out. The demand was much higher. There were many more Californians that were unable to purchase during that week because no one ever anticipated that our community was that law-abiding in California, which we are. No one anticipated the fact of how big that demand was, which it was huge. And according to a couple of those major suppliers, they feel that they only got about 25 to 30% of the demand met, which meant two-thirds of the people chose not to do exactly what you said because – you know, DOJ goes to Nevada, they go to Arizona to the gun shows and watch, and there weren't sweeping lines of people crossing the border trying to get stuff, because when the judge's order came out, it was over the five days of doing it. People, people went back to just not buying them. And so that's what really shows me how law-abiding, because demand didn't wane during that week. It wasn't able to be met because there certainly wasn't the supply for it. Right. Exactly right. And and I think that, you know, obviously we don't get any credit from that from this particular governor because we're not felons. If we were felons, we might be able to get his his ear, have him do something nice for us. But that's not our crowd. So anyway, uh, working to overturn Prop 13, the magazine, uh, that's getting pushed up. So on that particular case, the same judge who put a stay or... Pushed it off, put a stay on. Actually, can you explain that? I have that messed up. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> the Judge Benitez in that case is incredible. In fact, I said before on your show, people should read the decision 
they came off with because it's one of the best primers since Helen McDonald for anybody. It's done in lay terms, so any of us can read that 80-page document and be able to defend the Second Amendment like it's no one's business. But what he did was the stay he put on it was to block the attorney general and the governor from doing anything further and forces that case to go to the Supreme Court. And so a lot of people in our community are like, oh, the judge is two-faced. No, the judge played his cards and played them extremely well. It has made sure that this case is going in the direction that he wanted to go. And that's one of the things that we've got to get our, our public to quit doing, as I've said to you before, is this whole concept of, you know, <clears throat> fire aim ready is incorrect. All of us know when we first start learning to use firearms, the same way we should with our mouth is ready, aim, fire. And if people would have taken a couple of minutes to read many of the things that we put out at the same time, as he's put out the decision to explain why he was doing what he was doing, a lot of the rhetoric that was in blogs and on online posts would never have been there because people would realize that that judge was trying his very best to make sure that he would extend that right to all Californians and everybody across the country, as well as protect everything that we were able to get during Freedom Week. Exactly. And, you know, we've, we've said this before, the Second Amendment crowd, guys, listen, listen, you don't play nice, all right? You don't support each other. The Democrats can be caught with a refrigerator full of, of severed heads and they get the support of their fellow Democrats. Why? Because somebody else must have put those heads there, right? We, you know, somebody on the right or a Second Amendment guy says he likes a 45 over 9 millimeter and, oh, my goodness, that's it. You know, they're, they're heresy or, or he didn't, you know, he doesn't like to duck hunt or whatever it is. We tear each other apart. We do not cohese together. And that is the tragedy. That's why these energy vampires in excremento are able to take us apart piece by piece. We form circular firing squads because one person didn't do something we liked. You know what? Maybe they did 92 things you did like. We have to stop this. We have to realize that we're getting beaten by a group of, we are, we're getting beaten by a group of people who have no moral compass other than power. They push towards power. They will stand on a pile of dead babies to achieve their agenda. They will go one more step down the line. And that's who we're fighting here. We need to quit fighting about, oh, this guy has the wrong grip. Oh, I weaver stance. No, that's so that's old. Who the heck is that? You know, Second Amendment. I only like this group. I don't like that group. Dude, support them all. Push forward. Look, the NRA's got its problems right now. I, they, there are good parts of the NRA, the uh, legislative uh, area. They're doing their job. Focus on that. You know, we have to support each other. Even when somebody stumbles, don't step on them. Lift them up. That's something that we have to do. And the Second Amendment crowd, I am sorry, guys, but I got to be daddy here and slap you. You do not play nice together. I have been herding cats for seven years trying to get people to register to vote. It is ridiculous the amount of animosity towards getting the right thing done. And, and you know, look, we had Armageddon, Gunmageddon, Prop 63. What more wake-up call do you need? If these laws get federalized, you can't go to Idaho or Texas and get away with it. You can't. It's Kamala Harris votes on all federal legislation. Dianne Feinstein votes on all federal legislation. Pete Pistolist Petey Aguilar votes on all federal legislation, right? These are all rabid anti-gunners. 
they will destroy the entire country. You have got to stand up. You've got to register everybody you know that votes your way. Get them registered to vote. Support the Second Amendment. Join the California Rifle and Pistol Association, Gun Owners of America. Gun owners, join them all. Support them all. Let's get going on this because it's absolutely a tragedy that we have let these Cretans, my apologies to the people who live in Crete, we've let these Cretans destroy our rights because we've not shown up to the fight. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Bonham! What is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. You just heard me go off on my rant. I have to do one a week. It's my it's my therapy here. That's that's why I'm here. I, you know, I'm here just from for me, for my own therapy. Actually, that's not true. I'm here trying to do some, some good work here. And joining me, I have Rick Travis, Executive Director of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Now, Rick, you were chastising me at the break that I'm going a little too easy on a gruesome newsome. Um, is that true? Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, and it, <laughs> I'm not going to pull any punches. I mean... This week, you know, while it was great what I talked about with the Supreme Court, I am so frustrated with our community and the people of our state because when Gavin Newsom got elected and was going through his process, he had already told us he was going to develop $9 million for his program that he again unveiled in his budget after becoming to go to California Violence Intervention and Prevention Program. Is this I the want one to explain out of Davis? Well, it's out of Davis, and, and I think that's what's really confused the voters. Like, oh, so he's giving money to UC Davis. No, that's not what happens. That is kind of like the, the money laundering zone. And what happens is you, if you're like Mothers Against Guns or Moms That Demand Action, you can write a grant up there and get money to show up at the Capitol Steps, to show up at a gun show, to show up at a county, and protest people like you and I and your listeners. So I want you to think about this for a moment. What the governor has created is the ability to fund people to show up at places of his choosing because they decide who gets these grants to provide the rhetoric he wants provided so then he can grandstand and the attorney general can grandstand in front of the press and say, see, this is the will of the people. We're just complying with the will of the people. We don't understand why the CRPA, the NRA, Gunners of California, and others 
are, are, are going, they're going against the will of the people. No, they are creating the optic of the will of the people. And here's what's, what's really horrible. They're doing it with your taxpayer dollars. Your tax money is what's funding this. And if $9 million wasn't enough, the governor broke his own promise of keeping to his budget, and this week upped it to $27 million for no apparent reason. And the first people out of the gates within minutes of him doing that, Mothers Against Guns and, mo- and Moms That Demand Action, both showed up and both started talking about how this is great because they're going to have more money to protest, more money to work against people that have firearms, more money to try to shut down gun shows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a long line. I mean, I remember in 1990, I was working up in the Bay Area, and there were advertisements in the paper. That's back when you actually read the paper. There were advertisements mm-hmm. in the paper that said $15 an hour to come protest on the Golden Gate Bridge to, against the uh, first Persian Gulf War. So mm-hmm. this has been, and again, this is the San Francisco area. This is a longstanding tradition. When you think about it, every time they have an anti-Second Amendment rally, you know, 12 people show up, right? 12, and they're cats. So... Right. There, there's, they have weird hats and cats, and 12 people show up. When you have a Second Amendment rally, a couple thousand show up. So it's, it's amazing what they do here. And they have to pay these people to show up. And so by giving money to these groups, then they can afford to show them so they won't have empty stadiums. It's like when that dirt eater, Beto O'Rourke, shows up and he's got 22 people in the stadium, right? Dude, there is right. no demand for you. There is no, there aren't any demands for this continued legislation. They have to fabricate it. They have to use their Hollywood skills in creating this arena of people who are demanding this, even though they're all on the payroll. Right, and this, and this is what's frustrating me because, you know, in your earlier segment, you were talking about how our community will go after each other. What I don't see in the blogs is people coming out and saying, this has got to stop. How do we organize groups? How do we get out there? Where's the grassroots movement? I mean, we hold means all the time, and it is lethargic the number of people that show up and go, well, why don't you do it? And well over two-thirds of them aren't even members of us, NRA, Gun Owners of California, or any other group. All right. So here's our new thing. The next time somebody says, why don't you do it, we're going to get a Spartan 300 kick. Say, this is California, and kick them into the pit. That's it. We are done playing around with this stuff. You are either on our side and fighting for your Second Amendment rights, or go crochet. All right. And no offense to people who crochet, but come on, man. Either if you don't have the stones to stand up and do the right thing and to write letters and make phone calls and register people to vote, don't ever, don't even ever tell me no one's going to come take your guns. You can't even show up to vote. And, and you're going to tell me you're a magic three percenter? Don't even go there. That's ludicrous. We have to do the right thing. We can win this battle by voting. And I want to win it by voting. I do not want to have a societal breakdown. I do not want to have a police state. I don't. I want to win by voting correctly and getting these horrid people like Gavin Newsom and our Congress people out here, Takano and Aguilar, get them out of office. We have got to get good constitutional people in there. And it starts with us, guys. We have the numbers if we would freaking show up. It's pathetic, and I'm sorry I'm banging on this drum, and and, and i got to go take some blood pressure medicine here, Rick. But um, 
it's anyway, I'm going to turn this over to you. Wrap up the show while I go over here and uh, work on my EKG. Okay. So, I mean, what we need are we need people in every community, in every club, in every range to start sharing some of this information. And when I go out to ranges and I hear people go, oh, we don't want to talk about politics. We just want to get what you're doing is you're aiding and abetting the enemy. You see They want to beat us down. Yeah, you're giving it up. And, you know, you're not going to have those ranges. There's parts of the state that have lost ranges. And this, I'll just use one example in closing. If you were to go up into Northern California, the Paradise area, the Napa area, places where their local ranges were burnt to the ground, those city governments are not authorizing those ranges to be rebuilt. It didn't matter that they had the insurance. It doesn't matter there's money. Groups like us are willing to come in with money. They're not allowing to be rebuilt. They're rezoning them. They're zoning them out of existence. And it's largely because they know they can get away with it because the public hasn't been educated. We have to come out of the closet. We cannot stay behind our closed doors. And when people go, oh, do you, do you believe in gun rights or do you do this? And you say nothing. You have to come out and do it. And, you know, to those that fly the 3%, I know some of you are faithful patriots, but to the others, I'm going to look at you and say, go back and read what those founding fathers, those men and women did. And I said women because there were a lot of them that lost everything. They lost their spouses. They lost their children. They lost all their property fighting for a belief against a tyrannical government. Yeah. And you stop a tyrannical government early on, as Jefferson said, by standing up for your rights and exercising them. And doing that is part of that's going to the range and pulling triggers and doing that. But the other half of that is you've got to be vocal and you've got to make your voice heard to your neighbors because it's that middle ground that we're losing because we're being silent. And when we're silent, we say we agree with the governor. Right. You know, here's, here's a, an easy thing to talk about. Oftentimes people say, well, nobody needs an AR-15, right? So ask them the question. Is the question... Nobody needs an AR-15, or, or is the problem violence? Is the problem murder? Is the problem mayhem? Which, which one are we trying to address here? And they have to admit that the problem is what's done with, with a weapon, right? Somebody has intention in their heart. They come in and they hurt other people. So what we need to do is address the violence. And I think that the number one thing that Gavin Newsom and this whole cabal of Cretans up there in excremento have not taken care of is they have not increased the penalties for the misuse of a firearm. Only ownership, only against the good people. So, again, you've heard me say this a hundred times, but you have to explain to people, look, I am against gun violence. I'm against all violence. I hate criminals. I want all the criminals to go away for as long as possible. And if that's forever, I'm okay with it. So if somebody misuses a firearm in the violent commission of a crime, Give them 20 to 40 years. End of story. That's not racist. Acts are not racist. If somebody used a firearm in a carjacking, boom, I don't need to see them for 40 years. I'm okay with that. Somebody uses a firearm and, and hurts someone. You know what? Life imprisonment. If somebody uses a firearm and kills somebody in, in a murder, then we need the death penalty and probably by next Wednesday. And if we well, have wait. the... Yeah. I have to ask you a question here. So what I'm hearing Philip Naiman say on his own show is that if I know that you're a felon with firearms to have committed those kind of heinous acts, you should be locked up. That's it. And my question would be, why, when our own Department of Justice knows where over 23,000 felons with firearms are residing, have only six been prosecuted in the last two years? 
because they want to focus on the good law-abiding people and keeping us scared, not in solving the and, problem. And that is where our people should be screaming, going, wait a second. Those are 23,000 potential horrific incidences that you know about, and you're spending $27 million to yell at us, but you're not spending any of the money that we have paid through our fees to go after those criminals. Hear that, folks? That's why you need to join the California Rifle and Pistol Association, crpa.org. Check us out, our podcast, firinglineradio.com. Rick, thank you for all you do. Thank you. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.